0: what is good everybody welcome back to frickin to Tuesday. and today i want to talk about one of the hardest things in the dunk training try to give you some of my experience you can learn from it but this is how to prep for dunk day how to increase your work capacity how to keep doing more and jumping higher let's go, go to the Tuesday. Yeah. all we do is dunk I can never get enough to Tuesday and I ain't never give to Tuesday What's popping all right so I had this thought again I have this thought I've had this thought for years as I train and I've talked about it before, but it's just something that it's always I this is why I like coaching. this is why I like doing this podcast. this is why I like making the vlogs because it's something I wish I knew, but also something that I think is so important for your training. so, Everybody has different work capacity, just like everybody has their own body. And what I mean by that is they can handle uh, different amounts of training volume. Training volume is a better way to say work capacity maybe because it's a little more common. And that's what I mean is, for example, when I'm in my jumping phase, when I'm dunking, I might be able to dunk four times a week at my peak and just keep increasing that. And it's a mindset. I want to keep increasing that. And you've seen Odell Beckham or someone like Kobe, that they, you hear stories where they work out in the morning, they work out in the midday, and they work out in the afternoon. They're doing like strength training. They're doing conditioning all in one day. And sometimes I feel like I can only do that once a week. Not saying three training sessions in one day, but I'm saying like if I had a big jump day, like right now I'm at the point where I have a jump day and I have one jump day a week. So what I want to talk about today is the art of training. It's such a art in the fact that you have to make the right decisions, you have to make the right choices, you have to understand your body, and the reason I say it's an art is because it's not easy to make it, to make those choices connect, and I think of music in that sense, is like anybody could write lyrics to a song, and they could uh, listen to a song, and write words, and try to rap to them, or whatever, but it becomes an art when you you choose how you, which way what words you choose which way you want to make the rhythm and that's up to you that's your choice and training is up to you too do you want to do it this way or that way it's not as black and white as this person does 5 sets of 20 so this person should do it too everybody's body is super different and we've had different backgrounds of what we've trained what we've done what we're, what our goals are and where we're at. So it's really an art. And if you see it that way, you can start to push yourself. And one thing that really was something that was big in my training career was I always wanted to kind of save energy or I wanted to not overdo it. Or at first I would overdoing it over the – So much. I was just jumping, 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 jumping when I was young. And then that worked for years. And then it got to a point where I wanted to keep using that method to jump higher. But that's just not the case. You got to get stronger. You have to switch it up and not switch it up just for switching it up sake. But you have to you have to uh, stimulate your body in different ways. I could I only I jumped my capacity for my current strength level. But that's another story. Um and so my point is, I, I overtrained a lot. Like I was always burnt out. It was very rare I had a jump day. Then I wanted to rest so much, where I I only had like one jump day, and that was working well too. But then at some point you have to push it again, and you find that balance. So my point is, sometimes you go to the extremes. You overtrain. You push your limits to find your limits, which is just the key of this whole thing. And and the, that's a great quote for this podcast: is you push your limits to find your limits. And another fantastic quote is don't waste any time. That's not a quote, but the sentiment is don't postpone any progress. For example, I had a jump day yesterday and the day before I had good energy and I wanted to work out, but I'm like, I want to save my energy. I want to be fresh for tomorrow, but there's so much I can do to and stay fresh for tomorrow for example if i do all my upper body i can think to myself this is the doubt that comes into my head which i've proved through my own training it's not true this is why i'm able to act on it and this is why i'm telling you i i was like maybe i could do upper body but then i'm like i don't want to be sluggish with my upper body being a little sore for my jump day because i want to have the best jump day i can but if I'm thinking long term and I have a sore upper body but I got stronger in my upper body or right? I had more muscle right? and then I had a jump day the next day with that sore body, that jump day is going to help me in the long run. Because that sore body during a jump day is going to make it harder on my jump day. But if I have more of those days and I'm always making progress in that way, where I'm getting my upper body stronger, I'm jumping through a sore day, then my my floor is getting raised because I had that day with a sore upper body. Now my low days are going to be like that with that sore upper body. So say whatever my, whatever my performance was, that was with a sore upper body. Now as I go forward and I heal and I keep making progress, I'm only going to be stronger for it. Now I have a stronger upper body and I was able to jump through it. And so it's just that that doubt comes in where you're like, you know what, I'm going to save it. You know what, I'm going to save it. And then after a week or two weeks of all these workouts that you skipped, that you could have just went harder and pushed it and jumped through it or done other things and used your energy in other ways, you you left that those gains on the table. And what I wanted to say about Um, the energy systems and the balance is I did things yesterday or the day before the dunk day that aren't going to tax my central nervous system. That was a really big part of what I wanted to say today was I'm not going to do cardio-intensive things or maybe, um, for example, hot yoga. Yoga is really good for my body, but it sort of drains my body. And especially because I haven't done it in a while. Again, going back to what my training volume is, if I was doing it regularly, it wouldn't really drain me as much. But point is... Your body has the central nervous system and it has its muscles. So sometimes your muscles are ready to perform, but you don't have that battery pack in the central nervous system. You don't have that adrenaline. You don't have that energy. That's why I go back to when you're training, it's an art and it's all about energy. Because if you can land a jump day on a day where your muscles are fresh and your energy is high, you're going to perform your best. And even though I said that we just... I just tax my muscles, my upper body. I'm doing that on purpose because I'm trying to train and I'm trying to get stronger upper body because it's helped my jumping. So I don't mind if it, if it uh, hinders my jumping a little bit because I'd rather have a stronger upper body and I could still have that max jump stimulus. Those sore upper body muscles are not gonna affect how hard I could jump. You see what I'm saying? But if I did something that was really taxing on my central nervous system or even stayed up late and I got I was tired, then I wouldn't be able to perform and jump. So you need both of those, but understand that the day before you want to use that central nervous system, you want to be fresh, there's so much you can do that won't tax that that energy system, won't tax that battery pack. And there's an art to that and there's a balance and you have to push your limits to find them. So that's something I've noticed for me is that there's some days where I'm not tired. Like for example, today, post-jump day, I didn't jump that well, I jumped a good amount, but I've been running before I started, I'm back jumping for about two weeks, I've been running, I feel in shape, my energy's still high, I slept really good, my muscles don't feel fatigued, so I'll go to the gym, and I'm also, this is a great time for you guys to be listening to this podcast, because I only started jumping full strength again for like the past week, Uh, so I sprinted for the first time and I had my first, yesterday was kind of some of my first max jumps. I had one other day when I was doing max jumps, but I'm mostly doing standstill and drop step jumps. And yes, they're taxing and yes, they use my muscles, but I'm not jumping full speed. So I'm still finding that balance right now. So today, if I go to the gym, warm up and the warm up is great for the blood flow. And I'll talk about that due to prep for dunk day. I'll warm up today. If I'm feeling like jumping, I'm going to jump it because I'm going to test it. I'm going to see what my body's at, where my work capacity's at, where my training volume's at. And maybe I jump high, maybe I don't, but you can tell during your jumping. And again, everything you do, I've learned this through the years of jumping too, as soon as I'm jumping and my first warm up jumps are great and then it turns off quick. So I'm like, okay, this is a day I cut it or vice versa. I feel terrible warming up, but then all of a sudden I have bounce because it just took me a long time to warm up. So there's so many variables and there's so many different ways ways it can go that I don't want you in your head just have fun with it let go of the expectations of what you're supposed to do and just do what's best for your body today and that's what I mean by um not leaving gains on the table, not postponing the progress. Do what's best for your body today. Before my jump day, I'm like, you know what? I have this energy. I want to use it to strengthen my upper body. To I did rehab for my shoulders to make sure when I do shoulder work, I have like, because I had energy, but I didn't want to tax so much. So it was really lightweight. I do those muscles in my back. I forget the name of the exercise, but just a pain in the ass type of exercise. I did some ankle work. I did some really good stretching. I did some light RDLs to stretch out my hamstring and it's just not taxing because I'm not doing that much volume um, and it's just stimulating so much blood flow so that's what I'm going to go, go oh that's what I'm going to do today and uh, let me talk about how to prep for the dunk day so Besides working at the upper body, you don't have to do that. As your work volume and your training volume increases, you can keep getting stronger. There's more and more you can do. And um, and by the way, when it comes to those pro athletes, they're pro athletes. That's why I'm not trying to do three times a day. They also have some treatment. But I think of like college athletes that were freaking going to school and they could do so much more. And the thing is, I like to believe I'm not at that level, but if a human can do it, I can work towards that. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be training three times a day, especially because of like my lifestyle. I don't know if I want to spend that much time at the gym, no matter how good I get, but it would be awesome to do. But my work volume is getting super high. Like I remember when I was peak jumping, sometimes I would go have a dunk session in the morning and later that day I could go lift because I just had so much energy. And it's fun to keep increasing it, seeing how much you can do. Um, so prepping for a dunk day. One of the things that's huge that I don't know if most people know about me is that I never like to sit still. Um, I don't like to just sit. It feels like my body does not prep at all. What I like to do is, is at least go for a walk, just move my legs where I feel that blood flow moving, and then stretch. And my favorite stretches right now are the couch stretch because I like to get that deep rectus femoris muscle in my quad, feel my hip flexors open up a little bit, hit my hip flexors, hit my hamstring, ankles and calves, and just get all my legs and my groin. And if I get blood flow in all those nooks and crannies, and then even some light jumping. So as my training volume increases, I was jumping, almost having like a mini dunk session the day before my big dunk session because my training volume was so high. And what I mean by that is my body's so active that I could kind of prep it by doing some light jumps, even one or two max jumps. And when I cut it short, I used like 5% of my energy system. And I know this might sound so vague and so crazy, but it's more of a mindset the way I want you to see your, yourself and your training. So anyway, I like to do that. I even took a bath the day before my uh, my dunk session. I really like that. I just really like getting tons of blood flow into my legs, prepping them up. But I don't like, again, exhausting them. So if I'm jumping, I'm only going to do a, f- a few max jumps at most, that's like, that's when I'm at my very, very peak though. But like, something like where I'm at now, today I'm gonna see how I feel. But if I don't feel good, I'm gonna rest up for my next jump day. But even the day before, I will do some full range movements like sissy squats. I won't jump the day before, but I'll do some a full dynamic warm up where I'm doing leg swings, toe touches, um, just breaking a sweat. And that's a huge key that seems so small of breaking a sweat. But Hormones move around your body, blood flows around your body. It brings new oxygen. It releases toxins. Your body gets moving, and if it, I like releasing that. I like that feeling. It's proved to be the best way I jump. I always feel like I jump better that way. Um, it's very rare that I overdo it that day. I always feel like I'm way more open. And I even, if you follow me for a while, this year I started yoga and I was trying to heal my hamstring. I did it for three months, and I. I postponed it for years because I was afraid that this is a great example that it was going to hinder my dunking but I did the yoga twice in one week Monday and Wednesday and then the next that Thursday the day after two hot yoga sessions where I thought I would be super dead I felt amazing I was warming up to dunk and my hips felt more open than ever I had so much energy I felt fantastic I'm actually going to get back to that um so yeah um You can handle a lot more than you think, and especially if you push it, meaning if you think you can, you can. If you go for it and you increase your work volume, now you're getting stronger, now you're stretching more, now you're getting more blood flow, you're recovering faster. I don't want you to think that, because I was resting so much too, so, uh, tangent real quick is I was doing one jump day a week recently, and that was going fantastic. But I was doing a lot the other days. Like I was not sitting still. I was doing a lot of I was doing a lot of workouts. I had a lot, and I think I was doing a plyo day too. But I only had one max jump day. But that max jump day, I would go balls to the wall. <laughs> I would jump as much as I can, as many max jumps as I can, all plants. And my point with that is, you don't need to do three three max jumping days a week. Like you could just do, especially think about like heavy squatting. You get that stimulus. You might want to do it twice a week. But if you're doing it every day, you're not going to have any time to recover, but you're not going to need to. Your body's getting that stimulus and it's growing. It's like, man, we did that. That's how it felt for my jumping. It's like I did it once a week and my body's like, man, we made progress. We're trying to jump higher. That was enough frequency. A little less than that, if I did once every two weeks, I feel like my body would kind of come back to neutral. But if you stimulate it and say, hey, I want to jump higher, and that's how I talk to my body. Hey, I wanna jump higher every once a week. It's like, okay, we're really doing this. That's plenty. So find the balance for yourself. And there was other, one other tangent I wanted to go on, which was, I was talking about the yoga. I was talking about how to prep for dunk day. You got your energy systems, your training volume. And I guess I'll leave you with this. The mindset is keep pushing your limits. When it comes to jumping, you have to jump a lot. If you're not in pain, keep jumping more. See if you can jump a couple days out of the week. You You definitely don't need to jump more than three times a week, especially if you're max jumping all those days. But see how you feel. But the most important thing is your energy. When you go out for a dunk day, you should be ready to run through a wall. And that's what I noticed. When I started jumping once a week, every jump session I had that insane energy and that was a big flip from once every four or five sessions I would feel good or once in a blue moon I would feel good and other days I was forcing it. So right now, I'm getting back to figuring it out, I'm getting back to increasing my work capacity, my training volume, I'm understanding how many jumps I can do, and the more data you have and the more awareness you have, the better you can maximize this energy, and jumping takes max energy, so if you're sleeping good, eating good, training right, prepping right, you could have the high-flying day that you want, and if you don't, take note of what you did did you not do enough did you feel like you were sitting stagnant for a week or did you do too much it's really easy to do both and the art is finding that stimulus sweet spot where you stimulate your body to make a change but you don't overdo it and there's a graph in Ben Greenfield's book that maybe I'll post on my story but it's that it's that sweet spot where you break down your body just enough where it knows to recover but not too much and then you give it enough time to recover too so Notice your energy. Don't doubt yourself. Don't leave gains on the table. Everything is possible and push yourself to the limit. And you really have no limits. The only limits are the ones you set on yourselves. Give yourselves time. Whoa, well, give yourselves up. Be patient with your training because you have to recover. It's just the way it goes. And at the same time, keep pushing the limits. Have a great freaking dunk tip Tuesday. I had a pretty low. Low slow day on nine seven and a half yesterday. So that vlog will be up soon. Check it out. Have a great freaking day. And I'll see you soon. Let's go. Dunk to Tuesday. Yeah. All we do is talk Gug to Tuesday. Boy, you don't wanna jump. Dunk to Tuesday. No, my bird is going up. Dunk to Tuesday. And I do it for the love. Dunk to Tuesday. You no, know I do it for myself and i can never get enough come to tuesday and i ain't never giving up